0: Or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K Cup mini episodes of Tea for C can give you a quick caffeinated fix whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K Cup with my guest, Adam Saffer. Could you share a time? In your professional life, Adam, when you struggled, maybe you even failed at something that you were doing. And the important thing here is less about the failure and more about how you persevered and whether there was a lesson that you learned in the process.
1: Well, I certainly have failed. I mean, I failed all the time. This is a challenging industry, and and, and a lot of the failures were uh, unavoidable or external. You know, when, when Ebola hit Liberia, I was quarantined and had to leave Liberia. So that company failed because I got kicked out because of the disease in Mongolia. When the commodity markets crashed, they stopped mining, and a lot of my work was working with mines. And then I've been fired. And a lot of people have a real ego issue with admitting that. But I have been fired more than once. And was it for some egregious thing? No. No, it was due to a clash with my, with my boss. Sometimes, I, in one case, I was with DAI. I was there 10 years on the board, and I was let go for no reason, really, except that the president and CEO was retiring soon a very close friend at the time and myself and one other person were the likely candidates to take over the company and the other person who they selected who has done a great job was seriously competing with me had a different approach and and basically manufactured a situation that got me to be terminated by this the current friend president and CEO. Amazingly, it was never, I just couldn't believe it because I was so much part of that company. So my first thought was I'm never going to get another job. My first thought was I'm never going to make this much money again. My first thought was my credibility has been ruined, but that's not what happened. So what you do is you carry on. You carry on and you follow, you do, you know, you know who you are. Certainly there's corrections to be made. And I was not very sophisticated politically internal. Hence my preference for working in the field and not at the home office because there always is politics and I prefer to be just focused on the job. So for most of my life, my bosses, for all of my life, I've never had my boss at the same times, which is good for me. So there's a level of autonomy, yet I still always had a boss and other than when I was running my own business like now and in other times. But the key is not losing faith in what you're doing. You might be learning about the environment in a particular company that you no longer want to be part of or an environment in a particular industry or country, but you carry on, you maintain your network. I think the most important thing in carrying on is to value, and I don't want to anticipate your next question, which I don't know what it is, but I would like to comment on the importance of, especially now, starting in undergraduate school and throughout the rest of your life is there's classroom and there's learning, technical, analytical, but there's building your network with your, your colleagues, with your classmates, with your professors, with your advisors, in your teams. That is going to be, that has what serviced me to flow my whole life. I don't think I, I ever got a job from a job ad except after Harvard. I got a job from talking to people who knew me, who know me. And that I was looking for this or that, and I would get picked up and I would get a referral. I'm right now looking at a couple of opportunities, either for board work or consulting work or startups that I might join. And it's all through the network. And that's what kept me going. And I communicate a lot with those people. And every year I send out a Christmas card that probably goes to four or 500 people now. I also send out a, a quote, as you know, Andrew, every week I send out my weekly quote to a couple hundred people. They love it. I enjoy doing it. It keeps me in contact with these great people from all over the world that I I don't really have time to call every week. Um, So networking got me through with perseverance and uh, faith, trusting the process, faith that I know there's need. I know there's certain problems I can definitely contribute to and add value in solving and not get discouraged.
0: Oh, such incredible advice. Thank you so much for sharing that. Final question, Adam, if you could go back to school, back to Cornell Mm -hmm. and do it all over again, but based on the wisdom you have
1: now, what advice would you give yourself? Another sensational question, because people justify their actions and don't like to admit that maybe that was a bad decision or maybe that was the wrong thing to do. I try. I'm trying to be objective with you here. And, and while I'm not an engineer anymore, although I have a degree, I'm obsolete, I probably would still do that again because it gave me a great basis for solving problems. And I was pretty good at it. So, you know, it interested me more than studying comparative religion or, or a liberal arts degree. But the biggest advice, and again, I kind of did anticipate the question, of course, and my biggest advice would be to pay more attention to my out-of-classroom Activities in terms of building my network at any age. And so get to know your professors and those that you click with. It's obviously not everybody, but where you find some chemistry and you're not sure, you know, I would say don't be afraid to ask for help. Spend more time networking and, and building relationships that will last past that course or past that school year or past that time at Cornell and try to differentiate differentiation is a is a key do be willing to do and try things that are outside your comfort zone i mean i I did that but i could have done more i guess and look look for unusual opportunities think back even as you're a young person think back at what has made you times where you're the happiest why were you the happiest at those times? And if you're into camping or biking, or if you're into sport or if you're into reading or if you're into art, you know, whatever it is, go into the town where the school is and maybe volunteer at a, I, mean, I was very interested in older people. So I would volunteer at nursing homes and, and tell them stories of Africa and bring them slideshows. And they would tell me stories of their life. You know, I met the court stenographer through the Sacco Vanzetti case. She was 104 and she told me about the whole thing. So it's a differentiation is why I got into Harvard. It wasn't that I was the smartest person who applied. There's there's ten times as many qualified people that apply to that institution that get in. But I had a background of working in in Angola, you know, and being shot at in Nigeria, and being part of the apartheid movement in South Africa. I mean, I was just different, and that's what helped. And I think not only did it help differentiate me, but it was enjoyable. It, It made me who I am today. So I would advise students to build your network, ask for help. Think about your peripheral vision, You know, not just straight ahead. Think about what's going on around you or around the world and what, what excites you. What would you really want to contribute to or be part of? Because it takes proactiveness to find it, but there are opportunities out there for everybody, which would be the cross-section of your interests and your skills. And I'm only just doing that the past ten. 20 years. But for the first part of my career, it was all skills. It was all skills. I got to get the ladder. But don't forget about your interests and you'll probably meander into the, right, into the right ballpark eventually. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini
0: episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time4coffee.org the number four, coffee.org, or text me at 202 236 that's 202 236 5712